Yo, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is your boy Devil Run D Dennis. Welcome back to another episode of Talk That Talk. This week I'm here by myself, but that's okay. I'm not to hold this down by myself, alright? But grown man, that's what I do, alright? So check it out. Um, first and foremost, I'm gonna talk about my talk about my weekend, man. It was Easter weekend. Um, I'm not really religious, but you know, I'm black, so most of my family is religious. I went home. We had a block party, all that good stuff. Got to spend time with the family and whatnot. Didn't start no arguments this year. I don't like to be that guy to be like, ah, why Easter got a different date every year? I don't want to do that, okay? I want everybody to have a good time while they at the crib, okay? What else did I do this weekend? Um, Spent some time with my son. Uh, that was amazing. I hadn't seen my son in a while, so I was glad to go home and spend some time with him. Um, Let's see. That's about it. So let's get into this pop culture shit, see what's all happening right now in pop culture. So... Not too long ago, Black China. Let's talk about her. Um, she was at Six Flags and she got into a fight because um, somebody just came up and touched one of her kids. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I don't really support anything that Black China does. Okay, I don't like the way her booty look. I think she look like a um a pimple that somebody needs to bust. All right, I just think that's how her ass look. I'm not, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Right, that's just how I feel about her booty. However, in this particular instance, I gotta say. I'm on Black China's side. You don't walk up and just touch nobody's kids, fam. I'm sorry. Like, I got a son. Don't walk up and touch him. I'm I'm probably going to hit you in the face. I am wondering why the fuck her security didn't do anything about this, though. Like, um, the way she played Rob, she should have enough money to um have security. Like, uh, the Kardashians definitely got the money to give to her to have security. Like, I don't understand this. I also don't like the fact that she walking around with, like, a 19-year-old. But, you know, that's a story for another day. I'm just going to let you... I'm going to let y'all have it, all right? Black China, again, I don't really fuck with everything you do, but in this particular instance, you were right. Don't touch nobody's goddamn kids. That is a reason to get your ass beat, okay? Now, what else happened? Speaking of um, getting asses beat, fabulous. Um, he not so fabulous right now. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm really kind of pissed at fabulous. I'm just going to be honest with you. I, um, For those of you who don't know, over the weekend, video came out of Fabulous yelling at his uh the mother of his kids and her father, and he seemed to have some type of sharp object in his hand. And um, court documents say that he hit her so hard that he knocked her teeth out. Fuck him. That's just yeah. I can't. I don't even know. He hit her in the face seven times. My producer just told me he hit her in the face seven times. What kind of shit? I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't respect that whatsoever. Like, there's nothing to defend. There's nothing to. I don't want to. Unless she had a gun to her to her babies, that's the only reason I can imagine him having to hit her or having a gun to him. That's the only scenario that pops into my mind. Like, I'm gonna hit you seven times. If you hit me, I'm probably gonna push you off of me. And I'm just gonna leave. Okay. My pop told me that yo, if you think you gotta hit a lady, just walk. Just walk away. If you get to that point, just leave. Now, she got to bat or something, do what you got to do to get yourself up out of there, and again, just walk away. Because at the end of the day, you still not going to look good. Um, I'm I'm praying for the young lady, Emily, man. I hate that she had to go through this. I hate that those kids are going through this, man. I can only imagine the type of shit that's going on in their mind right now. I don't even know how long this could have been, like, taking place. Again, I don't... Also, fuck all you niggas that's trying to come up with excuses for Fab. Like, we don't know what she did. Again... Unless that nigga, unless that girl had a gun to that nigga head, I don't want to hear that shit. She ain't have a gun to the baby's heads. I don't want to hear it. Fuck him. Like there's not. And again, I like Fabulous. Like Fabulous and um Jada Kiss just came out with a banging album. I can't listen to that album no more. I just can't. I'm be honest with you, I can't listen to the album. Um, the Into You song, dope song. Can't let you go song. 
dope song. Now that I think about it, Can't Let You Go is probably, it's probably a bad name for a song right now for Fabulous. I'm going to be real with you. I just, uh, when you see shit like that, it makes you, it makes you worry about your own kids. Because like I said, her father was there. I'm going to be honest with you. Nigga was going to have to shoot me behind my baby. I'm sorry. We just, in the words of Ray Gibson, we were just going to be some shut up motherfuckers around that bitch. You're not going to do that with my baby. I promise you, you'd have got popped. I'm sorry. That's just the way that it is. You're not going to come at my baby and think that, yo, shit just going to be cool. Like, it's one thing if I didn't know all this shit was going on. But nigga, I, I'm witnesses. I'm, I'm a witness to everything right now. Nah, fuck that. Hey, bro. My man Taxstone used to have a um a sense that said um when two lines go together I mean uh what did he say when two lines approach each other one of them gonna have to die and that's just the way that I feel like you not gonna come after my baby and think the shit just gonna go off like that I'm sorry I just can't imagine I can't imagine me seeing you threaten my baby I just can't imagine it like I witnessed you threaten my baby and you walk away from it all right yeah. Nah, and again, I don't know why the father didn't do that. I'm not gonna um say that he was wrong for what he did. I'm just saying it couldn't have been me. Shit would have got right. Then you could hear the babies in the video screaming. They sound terrified. They're afraid. Like again, imagine the trauma that these kids are gonna have to deal with because of this shit right here. Like this is this is ridiculous. I'm gonna be honest with you. For those of you who can still, I'm a I'm a person that says separate the art from the artist. Like, I still watch the Bill Cosby the Bill Cosby show, even though Bill Cosby is a piece of shit. I still watch the Cosby show because I think that show has done tremendous things for the black community. I can't look at nothing that Fab has done that makes me go, he's done tremendous. Th-. Like, he probably has done, like, charity work or some shit like that, and God bless him. I'm, I pre- I'm quite sure that those people that he's helped appreciate it. But at the exact same time, I can't fuck with you on that level no more. You know, I just can't. Because it's just music. I can find another rapper. It was hard to find a TV show like The Cosby Show or like A Different World. So, yeah, I can separate the art from the artist. Like, it's just, it depends on who, what the art is and who the artist is. That's the way that I get down with the separating the art from the artist type of situation. So, again, with that being said, fuck Fab, fuck anybody that like him. I ain't gonna lie to you. If you rocking with Fab after this, bro, I'm looking at you sideways. Like, it's, if you try, no, not if you rocking with Fab. I don't want to say you rocking with Fab. I want to say if you trying to defend Fab, fuck you. Like, that's that's all I can say. I don't really give a fuck about your feelings about it. Pull up. That's how I feel. Fuck it. Um, now with that being said, let's move on to um an interesting um post that I seen from Hoverton Post. Um, they were talking about The Rock, and apparently The Rock deals with depression. Now, this kind of hit home for me because uh, for those of you who don't know, I suffer from depression. I have depressive episodes. I have, I go through shit. And before I dive into, like, my story and my um, transgressions with depression, I want to talk about, like, what The Rock said. So I'm going to read it from the Huffington Post, and um, I'm going to try to have my producer put this, the actual article in the show notes. So if y'all want to read it, y'all can. But let's just see. Um... So yeah, it says Justin 45 said that he was when he was just 15 years old, his mother Ada attempted attempted suicide right in front of him. He said that t- to this day his mother does not remember trying to kill herself. Now they're quoting the rock. She got out of the, she got out of the car on Interstate 65 in Nashville and walked into oncoming traffic. I grabbed her and pulled her back onto the gravel shoulder of the road. I can imagine how that would traumatize anybody. Like your mom tried to kill herself in front of you. He goes on to say that we both have healed, but we've always got to do we always have got to pay attention to when other people are in pain. We have to help them through it and remind them that they are not alone. 
Um, let's see. Is there anything else I want to read from this? Let's see. Okay, yeah, yeah. This was very, this was um very important to me. He was um responding to like I think it was a tweet. He said, "Hey man, I get it. We all go through a sludge and shit. Stay strong and make sure that you are talking to good people about it. Us men have a tendency to hold it in. No shame in getting help and wanting to be better. All right. Now, with that being said, let's just take all that in and let's talk about depression and what I've gone through when it comes to like depression and shit. Cause I know in the black community, we don't really believe in depression. We, depression, we believe in, like, praying it away, shit like that. For those, I, again, I'm not religious, but I do believe in the power of prayer. I believe in all that. However, I'm also to believe that uh, faith without work is dead. So when you say pray it away, don't shun the answers that God can give you when it comes to depression, okay? Like, for me, I think I've first started to get depressed around, let's say, I want to say about the 10th grade. At this point in my life, I had been through a very traumatic experience. Very, very traumatic experience. Let's see. Um, The family that raised me died. Like, not my mother and stuff like that. My mama used to work, like, long nights and shit, so I would stay with my godmother. And let's see, my godmother died. Um, her mother died, her father died, and her grandmother died all in a span of, like, three years. Like, by the time none of them get to, got to see me go to prom, that's the, that's what I remember me thinking, like, damn, like, none of them seen me in this tux. Like, I was fly as shit, and nobody, like, the people that raised me up to this point didn't get to see me in this tux. So, at that point, I started to act out. Like, I started to do a lot of crazy shit. Um, I started to smoke, started to drink, um, I started getting in trouble in school, like I was, on top of that, um, let me, uh, hold on real quick, when I was in school, I was also the, um, superintendent's son, so, like, there was just an immense amount of pressure on me anyway, and I'm the type of person to do what I want to do, I'm gonna be my own man, I've always been that way, even back then, so, I think those two things just started to, uh, like, coincide, I think they kind of just bounced off of one another, like, okay, cool, I'm gonna do all this shit. One to prove a point to him, and because at that at that time I was looking for attention that I didn't know that I was looking for. Like like a, again, I spent majority of my life in this house, and everybody in the house had died, so that was like a lot to go through. Um, I didn't know why um I was having like sex, like sex. The sex shit didn't start till I got to college. Like, I was just running through women. Like, to this day, I don't like to have a body count conversation because I don't know what it is. I don't even know if it's high or low. I just be like, I've had a lot of sex. Like, that's all I can say. Like, I don't remember a lot of the girls that I've had sex with. And it's not nothing I'm proud of. I'm just saying that that's a fact. Like, the other day I seen a chick. Um, I think I was at, like, a job fair or something like that. And she was, like, waving at me. She was trying to come up and talk. And I was like, who the hell are you? Like, I felt... It was like stranger danger. Like, I didn't know why the hell she was, like, I had forgot all about it. I was trying to talk to my boys about it, and they was like, yo, bro, yeah, this this is such and such. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I just had forgot. Um, Those were my ways of dealing with depression then. But um, after a while, salute to my boy, um, Dez. Dez. Dez sat me down, and he was like, yo, bro, you are, like, a multifaceted person. You are like super talented, but there's a lot that comes with you. 
and he used this analogy that I never forget. He was like, yo, man, you are like a mansion. It's like 20 different rooms in, in your house, but you want to give people access to your living room and your bathroom. That's it. They get to use the living room and the bathroom. They'll never see all this other stuff that comes along with you being you, right? So when he said that, I was like, shit, I don't want, because I didn't think about it. I never thought about why I was doing all the shit that I was doing. I just, that was just the way of life for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it was for me. And then once he brought that to my attention, I was like, shit, he right. Because, like, there are parts of me that I only share in the privacy of my head. Like, I don't share, I didn't at that time share, like, a lot of shit. So what I did was I went to therapy. Um, turns out that I was, like, I suffer from anxiety and depression. Like, I remember them saying that it, I had, like, manipulative ways and shit like that. And I never thought about, like, none of this shit. Like, I didn't think about none of the shit that I used to do. I just thought that everything I was doing was cool. And plus, on top of all that, I was also raised in the black community where toxic masculinity kind of took over, hyper-masculinity took over. So I didn't know that I was manipulating women and shit like that. So it took, like... I want to say about two, three years of me just going, okay, cool. I got to unlearn all of this bullshit that I've told myself that I need to cope, right? And depression is a bitch. Like, what depression looks like, for at that time, depression just looked like, again, me just reaching out for attention or um, me just being out in a shell to myself, me not wanting to speak to nobody, me just, uh, me just wanting to be left the fuck alone, which... I'm an um, introvert anyway, so that's a part of who it is. But it was, like, way unhealthy for me to do what I was doing at the time. Like, I didn't want to deal with nobody. And if I fucked with you, it was just, off of, okay, we must we about to smoke together, we about to drink together, we about to have sex. It was, those were my relationships with people for a while. But once I got to depression, I mean, once I got to depression, once I got to therapy, they um they started to help me find, like, healthy coping mechanisms because my depression doesn't go away I still have episodes but now instead of me smoking weed I'll um I go work out something like that I work out um I watch TV which I don't do too much because they told me that that could be un- unhealthy too like we can fall into this thing called escapism where you don't want to deal with the reality of your situation you just are just in the TV, like that's all you care about is just watching TV. Like you don't want to deal with the reality of the world. You don't want to. Um, sometimes you forget to eat. Sometimes you forget to bathe. Like you just get, you just dive into the TV. But they told me what they told me to do was okay. Like if you see yourself diving into a, a depressive episode, find because I would find like funny shit to watch. Anything funny, don't find. Try to find something that can uplift your spirits. Like, I don't like to watch, like, sad Because when you watch sad shows, it just makes you sad. That was, like, just watch something that'll uplift you. Watch something that you can really, like, an action. Anything like that. Something like that that's, that has some type of adrenaline or something going. And that way to get you up get you up and get you back doing what you got to do. Because you can't stay in the house all day. You got bills. You got kids. You got to come up out of this episode sooner or later. Um, What else? I started... Um. I started taking my stand-up, like, way... I started taking stand-up a lot more seriously than I was at the time. Um, it's something about being up on that stage that lets me just... All of those thoughts that I said that uh, would get locked in my mind, that was my way of letting them out. Like, through stand-up, uh, through writing poetry, through um, 
or just listening to music. I would dive into music and just that'll bring me out of an episode. What else? Um, playing video games. Let me. I gotta tell you about this time. I was like super depressed. This is what I did. I, I bullshit you not right. I was sitting at the crib, and I was um. Ed Sheeran album had just came. I think it was Divide album, right? I'm sitting at the crib and I'm playing the game. And I'm like, you know what? I gotta get these emotions up out of me. I'm feeling something and I don't know what the fuck it is that I'm feeling. And I was just trying to shy away from it. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna run straight into the emotions and just get it out, right? So I turned on Ed Sheeran. I'm playing Tomb Raider, like um, what is it? The Tomb Raider edition for PlayStation 4, right? I'm playing Tomb Raider and out of nowhere, I am. <laughs> I'm on this level of the game where that's like. 20 people coming at me, right? So I got to kill all 20 people, and I'm listening to Ed Sheeran in the back of my mind. He's singing his ass off, so I know I just start crying. I'm crying and killing people at the exact... That was the most relaxing shit I had ever... <laughs> to this day, I haven't had an, had an episode where I was like, you know what? This worked completely. Like, everything else, it works a little bit. That right there, to cry and play the game at the same time, was the most relaxing and the biggest relief that I could have ever got out of anything jesus christ um no but i said it to say this man if you find yourself in a depressive episode what the rock is saying is right especially to the black men out there like if i got black men listening to this i want you to understand there's nothing wrong with asking for help like my boys are the reason why i kept i kept progressing like i could talk to them like yo bro i remember one time i was like um i text my boy Torn and I was like, yo, bro, if it wasn't for my baby, bro, I just clock out. And that nigga called me immediately. He was like, nigga, what you trying to, what you talking about? And I was like, I ain't talking about suicide. I just mean, I just dip. He was like, what the fuck you mean dip? I was like, bro, I just, I just don't want to put up with shit no more. He was like, yo, bro, sit your ass down, sit your ass down. Let's figure this shit out. That's exactly what he did off the rip. My homeboy E was the same way. Like I remember, I cried in front of E one time just cause like depression had just got to me. I didn't know what the fuck to do with it. You need those people in your circle that you can turn to when you have these episodes. And I'm not going to lie. Everybody isn't that person. There are different people that play different roles in your life. To be honest with you, I'm not that person when you like in the deepest, when you in the deepest part of depression, I'm not that person. I'm, in, I'm that person that want to be like, all right, bro, what you need me to do, what all we got to do. Once you're ready to start working towards, working towards getting out of your depressive state, I'm the person that you hit for that type of shit. When you up in there, you talking about, I ain't the person to tell you that I understand. Because in my, in my, in my mind, <clears throat> excuse me, in my mind, I think I'm enabling you so, some way, so I don't want to be that person. Even though I know I'm not, I just don't want to be the person that sounds like that they are going to enable you when you are going through shit like that. Um, let's see, what else did I want to talk about about depression? Um, shit, I want to talk about... Um, being the person that has it, it's it's dangerous, man. I'm be honest with you. That entire time where I was talking about like what were my coping mechanisms, that's when I was I wouldn't say suicidal, but I was also I just didn't care whether or not I lived or died. Like I just didn't care. Like the only thing again, at that point in my life, if I hadn't had a baby, I probably would have committed suicide. But at that point in my life, I had my baby, and I had, like, those things just helped me, like, okay, cool, just keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. Don't, if you're in that state right now where you know you have unhealthy coping mechanisms, you know that you just drink yourself, you try to drink yourself, like, you smoke, 
Like, if you're not smoking weed recreationally, you're not drinking recreationally, ask for the help. Um, again, text text me, tweet me, I don't care. I will tell you that, yo, bro, I can send you in the direction of somebody. I can, I can give you the hotline link, even though I've never used it. They are supposed to be able to help you with it, whatever it is. I'll tell you the reasons why your life is still great. That's all you need sometimes when you're dealing with depression, to understand the reasons why your life is still great. Um, at some point, I'm going to try to get, like, my therapist to come in here. I want to do, like, a therapist episode where, like, it's not even me talking to y'all. It's just me um, talking with my therapist about, like, all my problems and shit like that. And y'all get to see, like, what therapy is like. And you can see, like, why it's so helpful. Why does it hurt? Why that, <clears throat> excuse me, my bad, I just lost my train of thought, but why it's so helpful, why it's so important, and why and why we need to get rid of the stigma that comes along with therapy. Because I understand that people think that therapy is like uh, f- rich white people shit. Nah, black people go through shit. Black people go through a lot more. If you let me tell you, black people go through more shit than white people could ever imagine. Like, you got to remember, our people were brought over here on boats and were and were slaves. You got to think about that. Our people were hung. Our people were our people were killed. Our people are still being killed right now by the police. We see shit every fucking day that fucks our mental up. There's nothing wrong with getting going to talk to somebody about how to deal with that. Um, there's also medication. I ain't gonna lie. I don't like the medication because the medication I, they had me on. I can feel no emotions. Like I don't like that shit. They say that they got uh. They got uh, simpler doses and shit, but I can't fuck with that. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't because I'm an artist. I need to be able to feel every emotion that I go through, whether it be anger, happiness, sadness, jealousy. I don't give a fuck. I want to be able to feel it. Like, I remember I took that pill. I couldn't even feel the fear. Like, that's that's how crazy. I was scared. Like, I wanted to be scared, but my mind wouldn't allow me to be scared. Like, you understand how crazy that shit sounds? But that's exactly how it was. Um, Yo, so... With that being said, I just want to say again, if you are dealing with any of these type, any of these types of things, I want you to try to reach out to somebody. Just tell a friend if you don't think your parents understand, because it's it's easy to t- for your parents to tell you to just pray about it. Here's the thing about prayer: God will probably show you a sign, but because of the stigma this uh, therapy has, you won't even take that sign. So, yo, talk to a friend about it. Try to go get some therapy. Try try to some of the shit that I told y'all about. Try to do anything to get you up out of that state. I don't give a fuck what it is. That's why I do stand-up. But I understand that you don't know what's going on in people's head. When I started telling people about all the shit that used to go on in my head, they didn't get it. They was like, bro, you seem so happy. You was always laughing. All this. You never know what somebody's going through. So this is, that's exactly why I do stand-up. Because most comics, we all get five minutes. And in that five minutes, it is my job to take you out of whatever state you're in and make you happy. You're going to... As long as I can make you laugh in that five minutes... I don't know how I can change your world, but that's what I want to do, okay? Now, um, shit. Okay, shit got deep. I ain't mean to get deep, but it is what it is. Um, This episode is going to be a little bit short because I got a show that I'm about to go do. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, One, I thank y'all for listening. Two, if you haven't already, I want y'all to go follow me on all social media websites, that's Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, all of them the same. Twitter, they all the same thing. Just call me D, J-U-S-D-C-A-L-L-M-3-D. Um, let's see, what else? Um, This week, I'm going to try to see if I can get us up on more platforms. One, because we're on our fifth episode, and my favorite number is five. 
So I think I'm ready to put us up on more platforms. And if we get up on more platforms, please rate the show. Like, if you think I'm trash, tell me. If you think I'm great, tell me. I don't really give a fuck. Just rate the show. Let us know what you think of it. Um, What am I into this week? This week, I am into... Right now, I'm watching Naruto. Right now, I'm watching Naruto. Um, After Christian gave me that suggestion to go, come watch Naruto. Um, and with all that filler, the shit is great. Like, I'm re-watching it from the beginning. Shit is great right now. So I'm loving Naruto. Um... I finally saw Guardians of the Galaxy. It was trash the first go around I was trying to watch. But this time, I, I saw the second time. I was like, okay, this is decent. I got to watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and then I'll be ready for for the Avengers. As y'all know, I am stupid excited for these goddamn Avengers, okay? Ah, Jesus Christ. They got Spider-Man and his uh, Scarlet. Never mind. That's not what we had to talk about. But anyway, I am super excited for the Avengers. Um, What else am I doing? What books? Hold on. I got a book. Hold on. I do have a book that I'm reading. I got to put it up real quick. Um, I'm no longer arguing with people if the earth is flat, though. I'm done with that. That part of my life was over with. Let's see here. What book? Let's get to the library. I am reading... What is it? Put Your Intuition to Work by Lynn A. Robinson. It's a... um. This is a self-help book. I love self-help books, and I'm trying to figure out, like, if I'm missing opportunities by not trusting my gut instinct and shit. So I'm trying to figure out, like, in this book, it's supposed to tell me these things. Like, that's the book that is right up next. I just finished them. So the artist not giving a fuck. It's amazing. But in this book, that's what they're supposed to help me with, like, how to trust my gut instinct and shit like that. Um, Let's see. I guess the next TV show I'm going to watch is On My Block. Everybody tell me this is great. My girl watched it without me. So I'm kind of pissed about that. Like, ain't that some fuck shit? Like, when your girl watches a Netflix show without you, like, that, that shit don't piss y'all off. Like, you know that we watch Netflix together. The only thing that we don't watch together is anime because she don't like that shit. Other than that, we watch everything the fucking together. But you know what? Fuck it. She be all right. Let's see. Um, I don't know. Oh, shit. Music I'm listening to. Music I'm listening to is The Weeknd's new album. Um, What's the name of the album? Know the name of the album? Shit, what's the name of the album? I just... I know it's something about Malenkali, but I got to get it right. I've been excited. For, I've been waiting on this album for forever. My dear Malenkali. I'm listening to that. And I'm also listening to um, Hear My Dear. I'm going to um, compare the both of those albums. And then when I come back next week, I can tell you about, like, how times have changed and how people deal with breakups and stuff like that and heartbreak. I want to talk about that next week. But I think I think that's all, right? Have I covered everything? All right, cool. Now, with that being said, man, no matter what you do, be true to you. My name is D. You can be whatever you want to be. We up out of here. Peace.